about Matt Harms. So basically, from when the moment he was shopping around, seeing where he'd continue his collegiate career, he picked you guys because of the way you guys focus on analytics and how you promised him that you could improve his game. What, like, how has that gone about? Like, how have you helped him improve? What have you helped him improve? What have you noticed? Just give me the whole breakdown on Matt Harms. Yeah. So, I mean, in a really, a real simple sense, his efficiencies have gone way up just in terms of his points per possession. Um, have gone really, uh, they've kind of skyrocketed over the course of the season. It's been the best that he's ever been. He's well over a one right now. Uh, one point per possession is just kind of a marker about give or take, depending on the season or time of year, is the top 18% of the country um, will be over one point per possession. And so now there's a ton of things that go into that, right? Um one is kind of a developing a skill set. And one of the things that he's done really well here is he's, um, you know, he's, he's uh, embraced the idea of um, kind of trusting finishing shots uh, without creating contact every time, right? So that's been a big adjustment that's found itself in a bunch of different facets, not just quicks, but also um, his, the simplicity of his post moves and using a big shoulder and, and kind of staying, uh, um, you know, staying on the ground longer and the importance of, of catch first. And, um, you know, he's, uh, you know, just in, and in, in just has made a massive jump just in the last few weeks. Um, you think about it, here he is a senior in college and, and, uh, he's still growing at such a fast clip, which is really exciting for him because it means his upside is significantly higher than even where he is now. And you mentioned he's still growing what potential do you see in him like where he could still grow? What could he continue to build on? Yeah. So um, I think his, his ability to pass out of the post is something that we've been highlighting recently. Um, I think it's really special. I think he continues to be more comfortable, not just catching on the roll, uh, but getting to a second move off the roll on the catch, which is, which is pretty heady stuff, especially for a guy who's seven, three, right. Playing in a, in confined spaces. Um, you know, what you saw, uh, this past week was he did that multiple times getting catches on the roll, uh, with a heavy bottom and actually, um, having the balance and presence and, 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 uh, wherewithal to get to a second move, do it safely and efficiently um, is super impressive. Uh, he still has a ton of game um, on the perimeter facing the basket um, that, that uh, you know, he's going to really have fun exploring as his career continues to grow. Um, defensively, uh, we're toying with opportunities where we can switch with him a little bit more. I think he has the potential to do that defensively. Uh, he's been um, he's been extraordinary kind of in our down and weak, um, you know, two-man game ball screen defense. Um, you know, his leadership, I think, has grown. I think he's taken ownership of this team. I've been super proud of him with his physical approach to this game um, and how that's grown, especially over the last several weeks. I mean, you, you know me, Norm, I could keep going, but it's just, um, it's just, he's just got so much promise in his game. And clearly he's a, he's a, he's a special player, uh, both on the offensive defensive end, but his ceiling is still way, way in front of him, which is pretty cool. Um, Mark, uh, fans back in the building this week. Uh, what, what did it uh, take? What was maybe the process that entailed to, to get the approval for a limited number of fans to be back in the building this week? 
Yeah. So, I mean, without going into great detail, it, you know, I'm credit our, your president Worthen and, and uh, Keith Vorkink uh, and the president's council, as well as our medical staff and, and all the medical consultants that we have um, with getting to a place where um, they felt like we could really, really do this safely and appropriately and, and, and um, uh, you know, and appropriately is really heavy, right? Because that's also dealing with perceptions and, and all kind of concepts like that. And so um, they're excited about it. It's going to be a limited number of fans. I mean, it's a, you know, 20,000 seat arena and there's going to be less than 2000 in. So it'll be essentially one person every 10 seats. Right. Um, and so, but it's, we're, we're really excited about it. I think it's, um, you know, trusting our medical staff and our medical team, I think it's a really, really positive thing um, that we, um, you know, especially with with the, the progress we've made in the state of Utah in terms of, of um, cases decreasing, I just think it's a positive thing that we're actively trying to find and aggressively trying to find the safest ways to take little limited steps back, right? Um, that we're not just sitting on our hands and 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 um, doing nothing. So we're super excited about it, and and it's it's been a whole team of people that have been involved in actually making this a possibility. You referenced last week, uh, Mark, on your coach's show how how great teams make a leap this time of the year. Was the play from your team this the type of leap this past weekend? Uh, what you were hoping to see from your guys in, in terms of that that leap? Yeah, I, I think we I think we got better. Um, you know, it's, it's those. You know, we everybody's kind of had these weird breaks. You know, and we've been fortunate not to have a break because of COVID within our own house, but we've had it with COVID with our opponents. And you have these weird breaks, and and they're either going to make you stale or stay neutral or get better. And and uh, I was so proud of our guys because they were really focused every day on getting better. And that, that comes from the leadership that we have from our seniors on this team. But I thought we made tremendous strides. I was, I was incredibly pleased with our guys' performance and their focus uh, this week. I was so pleased with their presentness. Um, you know, you saw Alex Barcelo and Matt Harms, um, you know, uh, two minutes into the Loyola Mar- Marymount game on the road, um, you know, the second game in three days. And um, like they are, uh, they were as present as you can possibly be. Um, they were so focused and so determined and so passionate and emotional um, at the very beginning of that game and throughout the game, just like they were two nights before. And, and that's what you're looking for from your team. You're looking for them to get better and stay totally present. And um, I think seniors have a magic way of doing that. And certainly our seniors have done that. Jeff Call and Jake Hatch. Yeah, Coach, that kind of leads into the question I was going to ask about your three seniors. If you can kind of assess the contributions they've made throughout the season as they go into their final two uh, home games this, this year. Yeah, the, the basketball, um, you know, the basketball part of that is pretty obvious just by the numbers, right? Um, you know, uh, what 
what Alex and Brandon have done handling the ball and protecting the ball and being creators and being scorers and uh, being uh, pesky defenders, uh, being really physical forces on the floor um, is, is, you know, all kind of demonstrated in the stats and the film, right? And, and Matt in terms of his extraordinary rim protection and his ability to score the ball and take over games when necessary and, um, and kind of play every facet of the game. You know, all those things get demonstrated through the numbers. The thing that these guys have contributed Contributing that's been so special is their leadership, but I know that it's such a it's such a um, like it's such a hollow word, right? Because it's all we we say it all the time. But um, specifically, what I mean is um, these three guys have gone out of their way every single day to to fellowship uh, the guys on this team, to teach them um, what it means to be a high level division one basketball player to help them understand uh, what it means to be a great teammate, showing them by example, when things go wrong for those three seniors, they were great examples of how to be a great teammate. And when things have gone well, they've been great examples of what it means to be a great teammate. They've demonstrated the dedication and commitment that it takes to be on a top 20 team. Um, um, you know, so in all those ways, uh, you know, they've taught our guys in a magnificent way. You know, this team has been really special in their ability to absorb frustration and turn it into fight. Uh, and this team can absorb frustration. I mean, they've proven to be able to absorb frustration for 35 minutes. That's hard to do, right? But that all comes from these guys' leadership. Um, you know, they've instilled a, a, a feel in our in our organization that the locker room is, uh, the, the, the classroom is important, uh, that sacrifice is important, that honesty and accountability are important. Um, these guys, uh, you know, I mean, these, these are extraordinary young men. And, uh, you know, we've all been blessed. You know, we haven't been able to have people in the gym, but everybody that's been able to follow the team through the media and, and on television, um, it's been really special to to watch these guys lead and and represent BYU. You couldn't at, you could not ask. You just couldn't ask for three better people to represent BYU. Um, they've done it in such an extraordinary way, and they're just getting started, guys. We got to run here, so it's, I mean, we we got you know the best part of the season right ahead of us, like immediately ahead of us, and and uh, they're pretty focused on on accomplishing something. Mark, I wanted to ask you, now that you kind of are at the, I guess, the end of the regular season, you still got two games remaining here, how does it feel to finally know that, hey, we've made it through everything that's been going on with COVID and all that, just to see, kind of see that finish line out there? Yeah, yeah. I mean, Jake, I don't know, man. We've had games canceled like five hours before tip, so so I'm not making that assumption yet. Fair um, I understand that. That was that was standing, but yeah, um, you know, I, I've talked to you guys a lot about this and I'll just kind of tell you again, um, th this team's ability, their, their refusal to accept COVID as an excuse um, has been f just phenomenal. And again, it speaks well to, uh, about who these young men are. I mean, they're going to be, you know, they're going to have great um, college careers and professional uh, athletic careers and then they're going to actually go make some extraordinary, significant contribution to the world because of who they are. These are these are great young men. So um, I'm just proud. I think that's how I feel. Proud of how they've responded to all the opportunities to to latch onto an excuse, and they've refused to do it. All right. Any other questions for coach today?
Uh, looks like we got a follow up from Mitch. Yeah, uh, Mark, uh, with, with the seniors, will all of these guys be honored? Because um, I know with this year being the unique waiver year, do all these guys plan to get honored the, the, this Saturday night? Yeah, we're, we're uh, we've actually got clearance to honor all of them. So it's going to be it's going to be really fun. Um, and uh, it's it, they should be. And if, if any of these guys decide to come back, uh, there's not going to be a single person in the entire BYU Cougar Nation family that um, feels uh, anything but sheer joy and exhilaration. And if, they, if, if, they, if what's right for them is to leave, uh, then we're going to just be forever indebted with gratitude for what they've done to represent BYU. So uh, we're going to celebrate them. We're going to celebrate them as big as we can with 1,750 people in the in the arena, and uh, and then they're going to celebrate together by continuing to work as hard as they can to, for our team to get better and keep winning. And lastly, for me, Mark, uh, these two games, uh, San Francisco and St. Mary's, I mean, got adjusted on the fly. Uh, you know, last week of the season. I mean, just the the task of facing these teams that that gave you some difficult battles on the road last month. Just your thoughts on these upcoming games. Yeah, really good teams, um, and neither team has uh, probably um, um, performed exactly to the level that they had hoped, but they're incredibly talented teams, incredibly physical teams, really skilled teams, and incredibly dangerous teams. Both teams have um, have huge wins uh, through the course of the season, and so they're, they're extraordinarily dangerous, and so... Um, you know, we have to come play, you know, Thursday, we're gonna have to play the best basketball game we've played all season long to have a chance to compete. And that's the way we approach it. And that's the way we, 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 you know, we think about it. And so we're looking forward to it to, to see if, if we can raise our level of play uh, higher than it's ever been.